Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Planet of the Daleks, episode two. Uh, We start with our spray-painted Dalek. Uh, The Doctor has been doing a Banksy on it. Um, (laughs) It's it's black uh, and he wanders around and goes, Motive power nil, total loss of vision, sensor plates not functioning, weaponry deactivated. I didn't know there were sensor plates. I thought there was a decoration. Anyway, it's nice to know those little plate things with the mesh underneath them have a job. Um... So, the Thals say the Daleks can only stay invisible for short periods. The Doctor's never seen an invisible Dalek, obviously. And he says, uh, it's anti-reflecting light wave learned from the Spiridons. Um, the Doctor talks the scientist spaceman out of lifting the lid off the Dalek. He goes, no, 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 could have a distress call. Um, meanwhile, Joe has her Last of Us fungus zombie infection, uh, wakes up, goes, ah! And she covers her hand with her jazzy jacket with all the zips, the Burberry. Um, and then she starts talking to her cassette tape again. Sorry, the log. Uh, her hand is numb. Oh, no. Oh, that's, at least that's what she tells the tape. Uh, Vaber, not Vapor, uh, isn't into Tarrant. He thinks he's a terrible commander. He was a space doctor. Um, and he says there's only about 12 Daleks there and one attack could kill them all. And then the doctor asks about the Spiridons. Uh, meanwhile, a gooey stick is poking its way towards Weber. It looks... Look, it doesn't look okay. <laughs> There's a lot of weird looking things in this jungle. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a stamen of some description, maybe. Um... Meanwhile, the other two Thals are hiding as uh, three Daleks roll past. Uh, They're obviously going to go and pick up the dead invisible one. At least that's what the Thals seem to think. Um, And the Doctor is investigating. You know those plants that I said were looking like the painting in Scooby-Doo with the eyeballs on the stick? Uh, He's having a look at those. Um, (laughs) And uh, Weber says uh, the plants seem to know about the Spiridons. So... Whenever the invisible people walk past, the plants react to them. And he goes, that's how we've managed to keep on top of them. Um, and next thing you know, 
Vapor's wrapped in a tentacle. Oh, that stick. It was a tentacle all along. <laughs> the gooey stick. Uh, the doctor manages to free him, but a bit of, you know, just doesn't even do any Venusian Aikido on him. Just goes, nah, nah, no, he's out. Um, and then Vapor's like, oh, the eye plants are moving. It looks like a Spiridon is coming. Uh, meanwhile, Joe leaves the shuttle and falls in the dirt. And drops her cassette tape. Sorry, the log. Um, she's had a lot of dirt the last few weeks, isn't she? It's like it's almost like the set decorator's like, I hate Katie Manning. I'm going to make her eat dirt every day at work. <laughs> um, <laughs> so an invisible man comes towards her through all of the dead bamboo. We can tell because the bam- dead bamboo is wobbling. Um, uh, meanwhile, the scientist Thal has run off and he said, I'll get the Spiridons to chase me so you can be- get to safety. And then you see him wrestling with something like with just the air. Um, he's wrestling with something we can't see. And then he gets hit by a floating stick. Oh, so many sticks in this episode. Um, the others uh, get back to the shuttle. But before they can go in and see Joe, like they're like, oh, your friend's in there, Doctor. And then they're like, oh, there's Daleks. So they have to hide. Um, the Daleks arrive. Uh, the Doctor find, has found the cassette tape log and picked it up before the Daleks came. And the Daleks are like having a conversation, radioing back to base to say what should they do about this shuttle thing. And they're like, oh, we should blow it up. Um, you're Daleks, mate. Just blow it up. Like, you don't have to have a conversation. You don't need to check in with HQ and have some sort of... Like, they're, they're weirdly consultative, these Daleks. <laughs> Normally, they're just, like, crazy right-wing Daleks. Like, just blow it up. Don't worry about orders. We'll just blow stuff up. And it's like, no, no. We better have a committee... Uh, and decide about what to do about it. Oh, no, I can blow it up. Like, of course it's going to be blow it up. That's what you always do. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the doctor hears them say that. So he's like, he pops out and he's like, no, no, you can't blow it up. There's someone in there. Um, so they shoot the doctor. But weirdly, they've decided to use the paralyzed setting. I know they don't use it often, but every now and again, they they don't exterminate someone. They're like, oh, we're, we're going to interrogate him. We better not kill him. Um, I know, it's really strange. Uh, <laughs> then they blow up the shuttle. <laughs> After all that, they've finally blown it up. Um, the Daleks march the Doctor off and the Thals watch them go. Uh, inside the Dalek compound, the Doctor's taken in a lift that goes down and then he's thrown in a prison with the scientist Thal. It's a lot of not much happening. I mean, we have just had six episodes before this of people getting thrown in prisons and now episode two of the next story and we're in prisons. I mean, it's essentially a 12-parter. So now I I feel like 10 of the 12 episodes have involved people being locked up in a cupboard. Um, (laughs) Anyway... Uh, the doctor tells the scientist though that he's brave. Uh, he deserves a medal for leading the Spiridons away, and he's been I've been terrified the whole time. The other two are so brave, and I'm not. And then he has an exposition dump, a, f- a huge info dump about the Thals going to space. Um, and the doctor continues his chat about courage. It's a very interesting. It's a it's a weird padding scene, but it's kind of nice to see the doctor have like an emotional moment in an episode. The doctor decides they're going to escape, so he uh, says, "Let's go through our pockets, see what we've got." He finds his sonic screwdriver um, and then he finds the the tape, the log, and he starts listening to it. He hears Joe's voice and the Thal's like, oh, that's the woman that we found. And he's like, furious, 
furious that the Daleks have killed Joe. He's had two emotional moments in a row. This is very unusual for 70s Doctor Who. I'm loving it. I mean, we had a weird emotional moment for Victoria's departure in uh, 60s Doctor Who just recently in this podcast. And now John Pertwee's getting to have an emotion. This is amazing. Um... So, uh, we see Joe. She's not dead. So, of course, as soon as the Doctor's, like, angry about Joe being dead, the first thing we have to see is she's not dead. Uh, she's wrapped in a purple faux fur blanket. <laughs> Don't know why. Um, and there's an invisible someone beside her making chocolate. Uh, it looks like chocolate's just, just two bowls pouring brown goo into each other. And there's a whispery voice like, Don't be afraid. I want to help. Um... Apparently, the chocolate's going to clear her uh, Last of Us fungus zombie infection. Um, it's an infection from the fungoids. Oh, those fungoids. <laughs> fungoid was my nickname in high school. It was not. Why would it be? It's a stupid name. Um, the voice says uh, the Daleks destroyed the shuttle. And Joe wants to know why it helped her. And he goes, look, just rest. Go back to sleep. I'll tell you everything when you get up. Uh, Meanwhile, the Doctor is trying to sonic his way out of the cell. No avail. Uh, The Doctor and the Thal scientist fiddle about in the stuff that they've turned out of their pockets. Um, Meanwhile, in the Dalek control room, there's heaps of Daleks. This is unusual as well for the 70s. I mean, there's probably no one in half of them, but, you know, there's a lot of them. Anyway, two of them have a chat. Um, Dalek chats are always annoying. Uh, apparently they're going to do light ray experiments on the Doctor and Scientist Thal, and then they're going to capture the other two soon. They know that they're there. Um, then we get to Weber, uh, and Tarrant, and they're like, he's like, I want to blow up that Dalek base. Um, they've found some explosives that they hid, and they're like, well, lucky these weren't in the spaceship. Yeah, really lucky. Why weren't they in the spaceship? Anyway, why had you buried them in plants and nothing else? <laughs> Just because it's a plot point for later, I suppose. Um, <laughs> so, Weber's like, I want to blow up that Dalek base. And he pulls a gun on Terran and is like, I demand the explosives. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to blow them up. And then they see a spaceship crashing. Uh, so, they're completely distracted from their argy-bargy and run off. Um, the Doctor, meanwhile, is fiddling about with uh, the tape. Sorry, the log. Uh- <laughs> He's going to dismantle the circuitry, reverse the polarity, and somehow confuse the Daleks' navigation. He's going to stuff about with their Dalek Google Maps. I know. It's a a great plan. Uh, Meanwhile, the Invisible Man is holding his chocolate bowl and uh, gives Joe a full info dump about the Daleks taking over and enslaving enslaving his invisible people. And then Joe realises from his description of... The people being that have been captured. She goes, oh, that's the Doctor. Um, he's like, oh, he's off in the Dalek City. Uh, she's very convincing, Katie Manning, talking to a bowl, by the way. Um, the bowl says that the Doctor would be better off dead. The Dalek's going to do experiments on him. Next thing, a woman, female Thal, comes out of the spaceship wreckage. The Thals know her. Uh, she says, we've intercepted a Dalek signal. There's over 10,000 Daleks somewhere on this planet. That is a revelation worthy of an end credits. <laughs> um, oh, by the way, uh, the end credits came up and he's called Taron, uh, not Tarrant. I just presume. Terry Nation seems to call every second person Tarrant in one of his stories. So apologies to Taron. Uh, Taron Edgerton. Is that, is, is that where he got his name from? <laughs> Next episode, Planet of the Daleks 3. <laughs> Thank you. 
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.